Yo, 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 yo. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to my show. This is Shane Amati. You're tuned into the Slick Talk podcast show today. Thank you guys for listening. How are you all doing? I'm doing okay. I'm actually doing pretty good. Um, I've got a lot of stuff done today, and I have more things to do. Uh, I was a little thrown off earlier today. I was waiting for the exterminator to come by and do his... uh, his routine spraying or whatever, but he was a little pushed behind time. He was an hour off, and I, I, one thing I hate is for people to waste my time. So I was sitting waiting an hour after the time that he was supposed to be here, so I decided to give him a call and say, hey, look, dude, I have stuff to do. I'm not just going to sit around and wait for you. You're going to have to, like, we're going to have to reschedule, and we can do this another day. So I actually rescheduled with him for him to come out uh, Thursday, first thing in the morning. Um, to do his spray, and I got on with my day. Um, by him holding me up, he actually got in the way of my gym time, so I was a little aggravated about that, but hey, sometimes things happen like that. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into this show. Um, as you guys have know, listening to my previous shows, I have been doing show reviews and just random uh, general talk and hot topics and um you know, like pop culture events that's been going on lately. Well, today I'm going to do something, share something with you guys that I, I have never talked about here in my podcast show. Um, and that's actually one of my first loves, and that's professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, you know, WWE, AEW, TNA Impact, you know, all that stuff like that. WCW, the days of Goldberg and Ric Flair and Hollywood Hulk Hogan and the NWO and WWE with The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, Mankind, Mick Foley, um, The Generation X, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Kane, like, yeah, I grew up watching that from three years old on up to 34 years old, and I still watch it, and my favorite wrestler of all time, who is still wrestling in 2020, and I've been watching him since I was a baby, his name is Sting. He's 63 years old and he still wrestles. He wrestles in AEW. But anyway, yeah, guys, I am actually going to do this podcast um, about uh, a fairly, you know, well, not a fairly, a very famous, um, popular, achieved pro wrestler uh, named, wrestler named Jeff Hardy. Uh, Jeff Hardy is an amazing guy to watch in the ring. I'm not a huge fan of Jeff Hardy, never have been. I, you know, he just, I mean, you know, he puts on great matches. You know, I can understand why he's a big star. But, you know, I've never been a huge fan of him. Um, But, you know, I will watch his matches only if he's facing someone who I like. Like, he he would wrestle Edge and Christian back in the day. He and his, well, Jeff Hardy and Matt, the Hardy brothers, would fight like Edge and Christian, who I liked. The Dudley Boys, who I like, Acolytes Protection Service, uh, Farouk, Ron Simmons, and uh, Bradshaw, I like them. So they had pretty good rivalries back in the day, and I was very familiar with Jeff Hardy for actually always being a fan of his opposition in the ring. But today on this show, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about Jeff Hardy and the uh, drama and saga that's been hunting him the last the last few years, actually. Well, actually, I'm not going to really be doing the talk because uh, my good buddy, Zepp Leotis Detrieve, he's going to be my co-host today. And I'm actually, you know, going to sit back on this show and let someone else do the talking for a change. Um, 
and you know hoping to let him you know come together with his you know with his uh, stuff that he has to talk about the Jeff Hardy uh, situation and uh, hopefully guys can chime in and you know think about it and things like that so bear with me as I get uh, Mr. Leota set up and we'll be back shortly thank you Thank you guys for coming back. You're listening to the Slick Talk podcast show. I'm your host, Shane Ahmad. And today I'm actually going to sit this show out, guys. I'm going to let my new one time, first time ever, a uh, good friend of mine, Leotis uh, Dotree, well, Zeb Leotis Dotree of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He's going to sit here and he's going to talk to you about the whole Jeff Hardy saga and the issues going on with him. But for, for all you wrestling fans out there, like I said, um, I throw it's a little weird, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to sit down today and, you know, let, let one of my friends co-host the show. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it over to the elders. Appreciate you guys for listening. Well, thank you, Shane Ahmad. My name, and, and well, thank, well, first of all, I would like to, you know, say, you know, uh, tell everybody out there on the Slick Talk Radio podcast show, this is my first time ever doing one of these podcasts. I've been, you know contemplating it doing it for years but i am a 62 year old man from tuscaloosa alabama and i grew up on a farm and i you know did go to college at some point in my life but i had to drop out because my family felt they were wasting their money sending to me in college down there in tuscaloosa to you know just drink beer and get drunk and not go to class so i had to, so I had to drop out and go get a regular job I got a job as a welder down there at the uh, city welding company where I helped weld for the city and did things for them. And I actually retired there. And in my spare time, I did referee work for basketball programs at at colleges and high schools and football programs and wrestling programs. But today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about the Jeff Hardy situation and my thoughts on it. So... Um, as you guys know, Jeff Hardy is a multi-time professional wrestling champion. He's a very polarized figure in the wrestling world, in and out of the ring. Um, Jeff Hardy, to me, is one of my, you know, I, well, I'll tell, take this back. I grew up on the days of the Four Horsemen, and um, you guys like that, you know. And so this Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy thing, by the time they came along, I was kind of, Still wishing of the old days of old WCCW and uh, the WWF back in those days in the NWA. Those days were long gone by the time these little tattoo punks with coloring hair dye came to the wrestling world to do all these weird stunts in the ring. But you know, I have to say, as a wrestling fan, it was pretty cool over time to get to see these weird crazy stunts that these men were doing and at the top of the list of crazy stunts was Jeff Hardy first time I saw Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy versus the Dudley Boys and uh, Edge and Christian at Wrestlemania in that spot where Edge was at the top of the ladder and proceeded to give a man in the air spear to a Jeff Hardy who was hanging for some type of that had a wrestling belt connected to it and when 
Ed speared this young man. He speared him for real and he fell 15 feet to the floor. When I saw this that time years ago, I just knew this young man was dead because I remember watching the pay-per-view where Owen Hart several years earlier came flying from the Raptors in a inner stunt that went wrong and actually fell out of the Raptors and fell in the ring and died. So I just knew after 15 feet landing on the back of your back and neck that you were going to be dead, but somehow, People like Jeff Hardy and Mick Foley have nine lives. And as we get into this show here, we'll see that Jeff Hardy does in fact have more than nine lives in and outside of the ring. Jeff Hardy, who is now working for the AEW promotion, regained his national exposure, well, international exposure in the WWE, where he wrestled for many years, and and he actually left that company. He actually walked out in the middle of a show, as a matter of fact, if I tell you much. He walked out of the show in December 2021 because, uh, allegedly, he was getting upset that there was going to be a different direction in his character on the show, and he was going to be subject to go to the Ricky channel and the Ricky promotion of the NXT and a guy of Jeff Hardy's stature and, what do you call it, veterinary, veteranship. I'm making my own words here, guys. I'm Ram from the South. But his veteranship, he decided that he did not want to go to the NXT. But he felt that this was a slap in the face for him. Which I don't blame him. You know, you're already high on drugs and you, you only care about getting your drug money and alcohol stuff. So you don't really give a damn what promotion you work for as long as you have just enough money to get your drugs. <laughs> anyway, let's get go ahead and get into it. Um, well, he left the WWE on December 2021. He just walked out of there on the show. He was in the middle of a match and just walked out and decided that he was going to just leave and hand clap the fans in the audience and leave and just walk out. So I guess he started a trend because after this, a few other celebrity wrestlers proceeded to do the same thing. Some got heat, some didn't. And if you don't, if you guys listen to the show don't know what heat means, heat in the wrestling world means you're being shitted upon and people don't like what you did and they're talking shit about you. Yeah. So anyway, this guy, Jeff Hardy, leaves WWE in the December 2021, and he makes it a debut in AEW, an up-and-coming rival promotion here in the States, for uh, WWE. On March 9th, he debuted in AEW. He was then suspended within a few months of wrestling AEW on June 18th. Prior to that, he had a bunch of bizarre things happening with him, and he had a bizarre, he had a very bizarre match with he and his brother, where he tagged with, well, he tagged with his brother, Matt, and they took on the Young Bucks, and it was alleged from Matt saying that his brother, Jeff Hardy, had suffered a concussion-like injury in the match, uh, and was acting very weird and out of it. Many believe this known junkie was high. This is what you know. This is what a lot of people were thinking. They were thinking this guy was extremely high, high or drunk, or the or both. 
you know, Drake has this song called Both. I'm high on both. Well, I think it looked appeared to be that this known junkie who's done this before probably was high. Now, let's go ahead and get to some of this DUI drama over the years and bizarre behavior from this guy. Um, when I, when I say bizarre behavior, let's get serious. It kind of started with Jeff Hardy. He was signed to WWE in 1998. His ass was released in April of 2003 after erratic behavior, drug use, refusal to go to rehab, crappy in-ring performances, and being late to shows. Yeah, so from 1998 to 2003, they decided to let this guy go because he was not only crazy and wild about in the ring and dangerous to himself and his performers and his co-workers, he allegedly allegedly had a crazy outside life that kind of got in the way of his politics backstage. That's stupid. But anyway, uh, I'm sorry to give my opinions here and there. I know this is a podcast I'm supposed to be reporting. I'm supposed to be very uh, non-biased, but you know, sometimes you need to be a little disappointed in people and things slip out. Hey, I'm American, it happens. Anyway, now let's get down to TNA, Total Nonstop Action, now known as Impact Wrestling. After Jeff Hardy left the WWE in 2003, he made an appearance in TNA in 2004. He got his ass suspended in 2005, May 2005, excuse me, to be exact with you, for no showing a pay-per-view match against Raven. So, here we go. You're here less than a year in this new up-and-coming company, and you get your ass suspended for not showing up to a match, and you're alleging that you're having trouble difficulties. Hmm... You're alleging this, but in the last company you worked for, you were showing up late and no showing the matches, and you had this same excuse. Did you ever learn from your mistakes, Mr. Jeff Hardy, or is the drugs taking you over, buddy? <laughs> anyway, who knows? Only he does. So, later there in 2005, Jeff Hardy's suspension was actually overturned. And got his ass suspended again in TNA in December of 2005 for no showing another event talking about travel problems. Hmm. Yeah, let me tell you this thing, guys. As a former manager of a suit clothing store, I am very aware of trends with employees. When you start to start to know a trend with an employee, you doubt everything they tell you. When they're coming into work saying that they were late because of travel issues, really those travel issues is because they're either high, hungover, or had to have sex before they came into work, or they're just flat out shitty and very lazy. You learn, responsible people learn from their problems. Dude, you've been doing this for almost 10 years at this point, more than 10 years at this point. Why are you still showing up to these events all late? So you got your ass suspended again. So eventually they brought this junkie back into the TNA in 2006. Well, he returned to WWE in 2006. Not even in the same year, this known junkie, Jeff Hardy, was 
suspended for a violation of company drug abuse and drug policy, which lasted 60 days, eventually left the company after a three-year successful career. He was very successful in this last run here in the WWE, but he just could not get with it. And his drug and alcohol or whatever it was, was taking him over and making him just kind of a crappy person in the ring. Dude, you're a star, you're a celebrity, you're rich, you're famous. You are a role model to many up and coming youth. And not only are you working with your coworkers, guys who have families and wives in the back that they need to go home to every day as healthy as possible, and you're showing up to wrestle and do weird, high, crazy stunts with this guy. Oh, hi! My God, my God! Imagine you guys going to your job and you're relying very heavily on your coworker, but your coworker is extremely high and drugged out and they're putting your life in danger of things. So yeah, most people would take this a little serious. Unlike Mr. Jeff Hardy. Anyways, dumbass returns to TNA after that three-year successful career in the WWE and then he got his ass suspended. He returned to the TNA in January 2010. Uh, He had a pretty good year of that 2010. There wasn't no known issues that we know uh, that came out. But during his 2011 run, Jeff Hardy was not able to compete in a UK event due to criminal convictions. The UK government realized that this guy was a loose cannon and, and a piece of crap in a sense and was a druggie and didn't want this guy performing in their country. Later that same year, 2011, Victory Road pay-per-view matched Sting versus Jeff Hardy, and let's see some backstory with the Jeff Hardy versus Sting match. Jeff Hardy has multiple times admitted and has video, well, I take that back, well, maybe video or picture proof of his childhood dressing up with face paint and mimicking the icon Sting! So in 2011, Jeff Hardy has a match against his childhood icon at a big time uh, pay-per-view for the company. And Hardy was as high as a cot in the ring with his childhood idol Sting. The match was called off by authority figure Eric Bischoff because Jeff Hardy was unable to compete in the ring with his childhood idol Sting. Uh, Jeff Hardy, if he were, were, were to compete in that ring, he would have hurt himself, the referee, the, the people at ringside, and the icon Sting, because he's a druggie and he doesn't care about anybody else but himself and his drug problem. Anyway, by that time, out of all the years when I was watching that, uh, Sting's someone I remember, you know, watching as myself, and we're around the same age, so when I saw that very unprofessional display from Jeff Hardy in the ring with his childhood idol all high and drunk, or whatever it was that he was doing, no telling what kind of drugs this guy was on, 
I, I immediately lost interest in the guy, and I said, you know what, not only am I not a fan of this guy's wrestling, I'm not a fan of this guy as a person, and I don't want anything to do with this guy. I would never watch his show, I would never give him a penny, nor buy his merchandise for my grandkids or anybody else. This was a very disappointing event, and now I'm turning on this drug junkie. Now let's get to the convictions of DUI with three convictions. One felony DUI charge, two misdemeanor DUI charges, both in March 2018 and October 2019. Um, let's, let's go ahead and find my notes here. Gosh, I get so passionate about, you know, about this drug stuff. I know addiction's a bad thing and, you know, it can take people over and it's hard for people to beat it. But when do you fucking beat it or do you always give in to your fucking addictions? Huh? Do you always give in to your fucking addictions when it's hurting everybody else and yourself? Anyway, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy has, you know, three DUI charges, one felony, two misdemeanor DUI charges. And uh, let me, you know, let's just talk about actually here in 2022. Jeff Hardy got arrested this year, and that's the reason why I'm bringing this all of this up because it shows that this is um, an actual trend with this guy. Um, let's go ahead. And, I'm going to read you an article. Let me read, go ahead and read you guys an article from www.wfla.com. And the article reads, Gun drawn on WWE star Jeff Hardy during DUI arrest in Florida. Tampa, Florida. A video shows three Florida troopers draw their guns on WWE star Jeff Hardy when he was arrested for driving under the influence this week. The Florida Highway Patrol said the wrestler was arrested Monday on charges including driving under the influence of alcohol. W.E. ASH reports the 44-year-old was pulled over in Volusia County after merging onto I-4 from I-95. The arrest report said he was traveling significantly under the speed limit, weaving across travel lanes and running off the shoulder of the roadway. Oh my god! Dash camera video shows Hardy stop on the shoulder and the troopers one by one, go up to his window and draw their guns. He was escorted out of the vehicle and forced to sit on the ground. And I quote, You were all over the road. What's going on with that? One of the troopers asked him. The report said Hardy had a blood alcohol content of .294 and .291, more than three times the legal limit. He apparently to be unsteady on his feet and reeked of the odor of alcoholic beverage and was confused, a trooper wrote. The wrestler is is heard saying he drank three shots of fireball before getting behind the wheel. After performing poorly on field sobriety tests, Hardy was arrested on three charges, including felony DUI and two misdemeanors. In this third impaired driving offense in five years, he was arrested for two separate DUIs on March 2018 and 2019. His license was revoked, so we like to know how did he get the rental car? 
Who allowed him to use the rental car and why is he driving? Bill DeMont, a former wrestler whose daughter was killed by a repeat DUI fender, told WESH. I happen to know Jeff and his brother personally. But this is this, this isn't personal. This is a man who made a decision at three times now now in the past ten years to drive while impaired. Hmm. So it appears that and by the way, that that article came from the www.wfla.com news there in Florida somewhere. So anyway, it appears that the uh, peers of Jeff Hardy are speaking, some of the peers are speaking out against him and his known drug and alcohol abuse. This is nuts. This is nuts. So... So, good thing for the owner, Tony, well, president and CEO of AEW, Tony Khan, he put out a report after suspending this junkie, and he said, we were unable to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AEW does not condone Jeff's aligned behavior, alleged behavior, excuse me. We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues which he has indicated that he's open to receiving. That's good. It's good news. In the interim, he's suspended without pay, and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety. If you or a loved one needs help, please reach out to SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 4357. 1-800-662-4357. So it appears Jeff Barney is at this point, after all these years, at 44 years old, has finally reached out for rehab help, and hopefully he's taking it serious. Now, I know some of you guys who are listening, some, well, some of you people who listen to me may feel that I was a bit harsh in my critique of Jeff Hardy, as I probably was. But, you know, my thing is we're all human and we all have things that go on, and I understand that. But at the same time, you cannot live under that same notion of, oh, I'm a human, things happen. Sometimes you have to take the bull by the horns and steer it the right way and get your ass in line. If not, get out. I hope you get your ass cleaned up in that that freaking uh, rehab and you come back to the AEW. You finish up your career the best way that you can. And I hope that you feel great. I hope you perform well, and I do hope that you put on very great matches with your um, with those people down there in the AEW. And you know, and, and you and you do very uh, good there. I'm actually rooting for you, Jeff Hardy. But all these years, I felt that you were not rooting for yourself. You know. Do you guys remember uh, Ronald Reagan's slogan from the 80s? Say no to drugs? Whatever happened to that notion, everybody? Just say no to drugs. Don't do it. You know, oh, people can't help it. Yes, you can help it. Don't get that in your mind. You can't help it. You can. Just don't do it. Find something else to do that's a little more productive with your life. You get one life to live, man. You don't want to be destructive in the ring, jumping off batters through tables, and then going in your car, getting drunk and high, and driving down the road and potentially killing somebody because of your own stew 
stupidity. Some people take this very serious. And as a former law enforcement officer, I do. That's why I hope Jeff Hardy gets his his ass together. And I hope people who admire Jeff Hardy, who's in the same drug addiction stuff that he's in, get their ass together and get on with their fucking life. Because life is too short to be worried about your fucking addiction. How about that? And I know people may say, oh, that's a little bit harsh. Well, it's harsh to believe that you can't do it. You have all these psychiatrists and psychologists telling you that you need these types of over-the-counter, you know, prescribed drugs to help you get over your drugs. Maybe one of these days you need to you need to get off that shit cold turkey. Believe it or not, people do it. I know people firsthand in my family and in my friend circle over the years who have dropped that shit cold turkey and got on with their life. You know why? Because they got hard on themselves and they got old and tired. Yeah. How about that? So anyway, I hope Jeff Horner gets on with his life and does very good and comes back to wrestling and cleans up his act and his story and goes off into the sunset and leave this great world of professional wrestling to clean, positive, energetic, upward-moving athletes who want to take this, this thing that we love of professional wrestling to high and new standards. Anyway, uh, that's all that I had to, that's my final thoughts on the uh, Jeff Hardy situation. I'm going to hand, go ahead and hand over the show back over to the host, uh, Shane Amon. I appreciate you guys once again. Thank you for listening to me. My name is Zeb Leotis Dotrieb of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and hopefully you guys hear from me again. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Flip Talk podcast show with Shane Ahmad. Um, that was a very interesting uh, outlook on the Jeff Hardy situation by my my buddy here, Zeph Leotis Dotrieve. Um, very interesting, very candid, very passionate. Hopefully he didn't, he didn't offend anybody too much. If he did, hey, we live in America, we're offended all the time. So hopefully you'll get over it. But anyway, guys, that's enough for this show. I didn't want to really go over 30 minutes. And um, thank you guys for listening. I'll be back uh, sometime this week with more uh, uh, podcast shows. I think I want to talk about that uh, Roe versus Wade weighing issue that, that happened in America where the Supreme Court overturned uh, a 50-year-old ruling or whatever. I mean, I am a man. I don't have a uterus. I'm not married. I don't have any children. So it doesn't really adversely affect me, but I think, you know, we need to talk about it. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to this uh, Slip Talk podcast show with Channel Live. Talk to you later.